Taurus friends and welcome to your horoscope for October of 2021. Now this is the horoscope in the long form with the visual of the chart, but if you need something quicker and you're like, Stormy, just tell me what's happening in like five minutes. <laughs> We've also got shorts now. It's a new feature on this channel, so you can just click the link here. I'll also make sure the video pops up at the end or you can just check out the shorts, get in, get out. Now for the rest of us, Taurus, we want to see these visuals and we want to hear the deep, long details about what's going on this month. So let's get in here and check out what the business is. First and foremost, though, October is energetically the most. Okay, we've got a lot going on back to back to back. We have got planets coming out of retrograde and they are the outer planets. We also have planets shifting um, and taking different directions, coming direct or having an event on the same day. And we are about four and a half, five weeks out from the eclipse as we're here in October. And not only is it going to be the eclipse, but it's going to be the eclipse that actually changes signs. It shifts our energy from this Gemini Sag to Taurus Scorpio. So we are in an energetically busy little bubble as we're traveling through October. So I give you that at the beginning of the reading so that if you're feeling it and you're feeling like, wait a minute, how come I'm, how come I feel really like I'm, I'm leaving one vibration or I'm definitely moving in a different direction. You are feeling some of the energy of the eclipse already pulling in. You really truly are. And then with everything changing direction this month, there's plenty, plenty, plenty going on. So let's get in here, Taurus, and see what's happening for you this month, okay? Right at the beginning of the month on the 6th, that's a busy day, we've got two events happening, okay? So first of all, we've got a new moon happening at 13 degrees of Libra, and this is going to light up your sixth house space. Now at the new moon is when we're planting our seeds of intention to either begin something new, have something fresh blossom. It is a decisive asking of a new direction on something. It doesn't mean you have to start something brand new, but it is a decisive new direction on something that's going on. Now, in the general, this lands in the sixth house space for you, Taurus. So in the sixth house, we're doing daily things, mundane things, tasks, work, like it's not the work that you're doing necessarily, not like your career, but it is the data entry that's happening every day. It's that that bus route that gets you to work every day. It's those co-workers, right? But it's also the things in your house. You know, what are you doing to take care of your health and your wellness, including mental, on a daily basis? These are mundane things. Who are you caring for? Who do you act as a caretaker for in your life? This is a part of the sixth house energy. Now, for my freelance friends, if you work as a 1099, employee, you know, you're an independent contractor, or you do freelance projects, the sixth house is also your house to be paying attention to because we need to make sure that this is super healthy. So in your daily routines, Taurus, I got to ask you with a moon that is conjunct Mars, quincunx Uranus that is in your sign, do you feel like Taurus, your daily actions, do you have life in this area of your chart? Do you feel like you are struggling Taurus, to find the energy or the motivation or the inspiration or the desire to get certain daily things, certain ADLs, activities of daily living? Do you feel like you're struggling to get inspiration there? At this moon, ask for help. Ask for balance. 
Ask for some beautiful inspiration to come in. Ask which piece of art you need to hang on the wall or adjust so that you can call something in. There's a balance request that you can make at this particular new moon because you're here. I see, I see that you want it. I see that you want to have something good here. You want to be business savvy, right? Because Libra is very business savvy. You have the desire to take action on it or desire to have balance in this area, but you can't see the actions on how to get there. That's what the quincunx is. And the other part of the quincunx, Taurus, that I want you to pay attention to at this moon is that you've got Uranus in your sign. So it is shaking you, not stirring you. You may not be super tapped in just yet to your whole new vibration that has been and is being created. And so this may also be contributing to this quincunx energy. You may feel it lit up where you're like, I don't know what time I'm, I'm, I'm on fire during the day. You know, I can tell you for me as a Taurus, since Uranus has been a Taurus, I have always gotten up at five o'clock in the morning, got my day going and got going. And let me tell you what, since Uranus has been in Taurus, that's really been a struggle and it's been a struggle mentally as well because that's not what it used to be. You're a fixed sign, baby. So am I. I know we struggle with this. So you may just have an entirely different vibration at this moon that you are looking and asking for help to find, establish, and see the balance of the relationship that you need to have in this sixth house area. Now, also on the same day, Pluto is coming out of retrograde in fellow Earth sign Capricorn. Okay, now Pluto is coming direct at 24 degrees of Capricorn, which lights up your ninth house space. So we've had Pluto saying for several years, since 2008, all right, Taurus, in this area, we are going to grow or we are going to go. You're going to adapt or you're going to die. Phoenix, Taurus, Phoenix, right? Die off so that something else can live here. So in your ninth house area at 24 degrees of Capricorn, which is a little bit more of an advanced degree, what have you seen, Taurus? What have you seen in the ninth house? Publishing, marketing, broadcasting, teaching, international travels, business, language, higher education, your faith your faith, your beliefs. How have you changed? Because you have changed. Things have happened that maybe even felt very Plutonian. They felt dark. They felt heavy. They felt transformational. They felt like even though they were the blessing you prayed for and it came to your table, you still felt heavy about it. And now you're transformed a little bit. What is it? Because now as Pluto is out of this retrograde, you can know that you have phoenixed. You have changed here and it's time to live that and own that in public, okay? The new identity is already here, Taurus. When we get to the seventh, Venus, your ruling planet, is going to tootle along over there into the energy of Sagittarius, and this will light up your eighth house space. Now, Venus is going to travel here all the way until November 5th, so this is when your energy, excuse me, even speaking about just your personal body energy, may be getting a little Sagittarian. It's adventurous. It wants to expand. So I'm going to tell you right now, Taurus, in the eighth house, we do want to be mindful of Sagittarian's expansive qualities with Venus here because 
God isn't everything delicious. Are these cabinets nailed down because they're delicious? You know, so you do want to be careful when pleasure and beauty meet expansive Sagittarius. We're eating, we're buying, we're doing the most over here. And that can create some expansion that we don't want, especially in the eighth house. So make sure that you are checking in, that if you are in joint collaboration with another person, maybe you and your partner share money or something like that, that you're making sure to stay true to whatever the budget is. Now, on the other hand, because this is in the eighth house, something you see is that you and a partner, whether that be a person or an organization or collaboration, and that includes therapy, you guys decide to go past your horizon. You try to decide to do something, go on a great adventure together, something a little bit bigger. Maybe you're making a bigger investment in something that you're starting together or something that you're working on. You can absolutely see Venus working in that way. I'm going to just tell you, watch the food. Just watch the foods and the drinks, okay? <laughs> on the 10th, we see Saturn coming direct in the energy of Aquarius. So this is tip top of the chart. So in your midheaven, which is about your career, but it is also about your title, that we call you in the world? What do we know you as? What are you giving to the world? So Saturn is coming out of retrograde at six degrees of Aquarius, okay? Now, as Saturn comes out of retrograde, if you haven't had the chance to watch my video on Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter coming out of retrograde, I'll put a card here. Please make sure you check it out so you can be specific at what you're looking at here. But as Saturn comes out of retrograde here, all of these things you've been trying to level up to, and not just level up materially, but level up in terms of your spirituality, your expertise, authoring your own world, taking some mastery in the area of your career and who and how we know you as on the stage. Some things have been being made solid. You have also been receiving, Taurus, some rewards for what you've been doing well here. And as Saturn's out of retrograde, now you get to take some of those things you've made adjustments to, some of those projects you've been working on behind the scenes, and start to really deliver them publicly, and they'll actually be able to expand out and be met with some, um, some success and recognition for sure. On the 18th, busy day energetically, so please mark it on your calendar because Jupiter's coming direct this day, but so is Mercury. Stationing days can be a little bit harder because energetically planets are getting into a different position. So we down here who receive the synchronicity of their vibration can be like, whoa, what's happening? You know what I mean? So Jupiter's coming out of retrograde in Aquarius at 22 degrees. So again, this is still in that 10th house. And again, what you've been working on, what you've been gaining that wisdom, the teachers, Jupiter gurus who have come into your life to help you gain the wisdom and the expertise of what you needed to learn to be able to expand that horizon and go to the next level. Now Jupiter's like, cool, you've learned. Saturn has helped you spiritually level up. Now you are ready to take this expertise out into the world. So prep it. Make sure it's prepped. If you said yes to something, make sure it is prepped and you've got the work and you're ready to put your butt behind it, Taurus. You're ready to do the work for what you said yes for. You're ready to show up and invite the blessings you've been praying for, right? Because you've got to be ready to do the work to have those beautiful things in your life. And we'll be able to really see that, I think, play out a bit more in November. Now, Mercury is coming direct in that energy of Libra. And this is, again, still in this sixth house place. So contracts are easier and clearer at this time. You can see that relationships, maybe even finding some kind of balance where you're like, all right, I've slowed down enough. I've reviewed. 
I'm on track with where I need to go. I've looked over that project again, made all of the edits, the reviews, gone back over the things that were maybe out of balance in the sixth house area to include your health, your calendar, your schedule, all of those things. Now, still, Mercury is stationing this day, so if you can just give Mercury a couple days, really up to a week if you can, to resume its orbit, have his coffee, get back from vacation, then you're in a much better place to make all of these decisions that you've seen and allow those reviews to move forward. On the 20th, we've got a full moon happening in the energy of Aries, so back up here into the 12th house space. The full moon says that something needs to be ended, acknowledged, and adjusted, and you get to see what it is because all of the lights in the sky are on. Right? This is not like the new moon where it's dark. The lights in the sky are on so you can see. You can see in front of you. You can see that subconscious. Even the unconscious kind of pops up there. You know, if you're having serious dreams, this is 12th house for you. If you're having serious dreams around this full moon and for the next four weeks, pay attention. What's happening in the dream? How do you feel in the dream? How do you feel when you come out of the dream? Right? These are indicators of things that need your attention to end, acknowledge, or adjust. Now, because it is Aries energy, I think that this is a phenomenal full moon for you to be the warrior of your own spirit, right? The warrior of your own soul, the captain of your own ship, right? This is the 12th house area. Where are you taking the active Aries initiative to connect with divine energy, to speak healing and belief into your life? to speak yourself away from some of the 12th house qualities, which are qualities of our own undoing. Where are you speaking, learning that moves you away from arrogance, too much individuality, and instead moves you into the assertiveness of that glorious Aries warrior in this particular area's area of your chart. So I think this is a wonderful time to be considering that. Are you slowed down enough? On a more practical level, with a full moon in the 12th house, things that maybe have you weren't even really aware that you were doing it could be revealed to you. And this is where, again, you get to warrior up with that Aries energy and turn those lessons into good fertilizer in your garden to grow. Because remember, Aries is also the most sacred gardener as well. All right, on the 23rd, we've got the sun moving into the energy of Scorpio, which is right across the street. So the seventh house for you, and the sun will travel here into November 21st. But then just a few days later on the 30th, we also see Mars moving into the energy of Scorpio as well. So the eighth house is quite busy, and Mars will travel here until December 13th. Now, the sun's bringing light, heat, life, and vitality, so you are ready for some relationshiping at this particular point in, in the month. So you are doing things that are deep. You're having these deep conversations. You're having these financial conversations. You're having this. You're motivated for more intimate, deep touch experiences. Now, it's still the sun and it's still Mars. So you may encounter, Taurus, that you've got some power struggle going on somewhere. Remember, this is a conscious chosen one-on-one uh, -on -one relationship. So you likely know where this power struggle is at and uh, you even know what your power is struggling about at this particular time but it is a great set of planets to be using together as we close out this month to definitely get some things done in terms of these relationships.
relationships, right? To get deep, to work from the root of things in your relationships. Because when we make sure that the root of the garden is healthy, whatever else grows is usually pretty safe to eat, right? All right, my beautiful friends, I hope you have a glorious month, whatever it looks like for you. Remember, you can listen for your sun, moon, and rising sign, but very specifically, I cast a solar chart and do these based on solar energy. So if you do listen for anything other than your sun because it's easier to align the chart, just know that it'll have a little bit of a different interpretation, but you do you, my beautiful friends, okay? All right, you guys, I love you, and I'll see you next month. Bye.